There's two types of artists. There's amateur artists and there's professional artists. The difference between the two is amateur artists do it for fun, enjoyment, relaxation, and professional artists do it for money. They maybe enjoy doing it, but they do it for money and that's the, that's the main reason for it. My name's Richard Beatty. I've been a professional artist for 35 years. Over the years, I've trained 15 apprentices and some of them have went on to really high levels of art. I've taught people how to create all sorts of different art. I realized that the people who come in and ask me to train them, the portfolios that they, that they had, if they had any, were very poor quality or average. And I always had to give them a, a, a lot of advice on how to create a better portfolio. And then they go away, come back, and now things look a lot better and we can move on to the next step. I realized that it would be helpful if I actually made a course to teach people how to prepare a good portfolio. It doesn't matter what sort of art industry you want to go into, this works for the tattoo industry and it works for a lot of other uh, art industries as well. And in this course, I also teach you how to make money from art in 20 different ways. 20 plus actually. If you just want to learn to draw, if you want to design your own tattoos or you want to improve your art, whether it's from an amateur point of view when you're just drawing or whether you want to be a professional artist. I'm going to show you in this course how to make good designs, how to create good art and how to sell that art. So if you'd like to earn money from art, get paid, to draw and create art, or you know somebody who would like to do that, and I'm sure there's a lot of you out there, then click this link below and we'll get you started. Right, welcome to the Creators Podcast. My name's Richard Beatty, and today I'm going to be speaking to my apprentice, Laura Jackson. So welcome to the, the podcast, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wanted to get you on been, we've been talking about it for a little while, but yeah. I think it's a good time time to get you on. And because um, I really want to know about your journey and I want to mm -hmm. be able to show people uh, it, it's a real life version so people can understand what the process is like of going through an apprenticeship yeah. and, and learning to tattoo. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, so it, it's your story is really what people would like to hear that are thinking about going through it and it's it's fresh for you you're still you're still yep. going through it now mm -hmm. so um but yeah so so the way the show works is we go back to the start and we talk about yep. um you know uh what it was like at school and that mm -hmm. and and then right right through up to now. So until now, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like being Laura as a as a little one? As a little one. So I never liked school. So like yeah. school wasn't really for me growing up. Where 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 did you go to school? So I'm from West Yorkshire originally. So I was at school, um primary school in Heptonstall and then secondary school Mytham Royd, so part of West Yorkshire. I've never heard any of them places. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I never from a very early age, like really little, like nursery reception, hated school. Yeah. And it didn't just stop there. It went right the way through till secondary school. Yeah. So I think I always struggled like with my work, particularly like maths lessons. I wasn't very academic. And I think back then it didn't get picked up on. So I never really got any support. Yeah. So I kind of got left behind a little bit. And the more that I struggled in class, the more I didn't want to go to school. Yeah. That's but, like a classic, you know. Yeah. But then when it came to like art lessons, 
Um, I love like my art, my PE, textiles, anything practical. Yeah. Then I love all them things. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what about like brothers and sisters? Then you, you, you got any brothers and sisters? Yes, I've got a brother. So he's just a year and a half younger than me. So Jim and my mum and dad, so we've always like all been a family, like lived together. Yeah. Um, so I had a really good childhood growing up. Um, my mum, she used to do quite a lot of watercolour painting, things like that as a hobby. Um, within the family, like my auntie, she's an artist, so she would do a lot of paintings, like oil paintings, watercolours. Um, I've got another cousin who does medical illustration and another cousin that's a graphic designer. So oh, I, think, I didn't realise that you had so much art in the family. So there's quite a lot of art within the family. Um, I think my comes from like my grandma's side. Um, well, I don't know, it's my granddad, like, and his brother was like a really like talented stonemason right. as well. So it very much like art runs in the family, I would say so. Yeah, I didn't realise it. You know, it's all it's always been about, you know, for us, yeah. it's been, been about your art, hasn't it? So yeah, you it never has. actually like mentioned that. Uh, yeah, and then it was like... Um, and I also thought your brother was older than you. I thought no, you were the youngest. No, like I'm the eldest. Mm. Um, but yes, we come from a very like artistic family where a lot of everybody's very good at drawing and loves it. Um, but like everybody's always said like over the years that they will get into tattooing, like from my auntie like years and years ago would say... Like, oh, I'd like to get into tattooing and like my cousins are even my mum at one point when she was younger, she talked about tattooing, but nobody ever did it. And then I'm the first one to go out there and actually do it, which That's is quite mad, nice. Yeah. 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 So, um, so school was a bit of a struggle then. Yeah, it was, um, like I say, just not enjoying it felt like it wasn't for me. I think I would have benefited from not going to school. Yeah. I think I would have learned more, say, to have been homeschooled. I think school's not for everybody, mm. you know, and I think we all get I channeled totally into thinking that we all have to and they expect everyone to reach the same targets and yeah. go down the, the mainstream of school and things and try and get us all to, like, be workers and to go out and... Do you think that, like, school... It kind of just tries to like fit you into a box, into but when a box, when, yeah. when when you've got someone who doesn't fit yeah. in the box, they don't really know what then to do with you. If you don't fit in the box, then you don't fit in. Yeah, and then your confidence is knocked because you think that you're dumb or you can't do this, and everybody else is doing it. But then I shone in art and that kind of thing, and like now. I'm like making money and doing something from my own skill set. Yeah. So using my art that was, you know, what I was kind of like naturally good at. Yeah. But then obviously like the skill set that you've taught me of tattooing. Yeah. So I've completely gone against what school taught me and done yeah. my own thing right now. Do you feel that like what you're doing now, <laughs> like you didn't need any skill? You, exactly. you literally couldn't so have. I didn't need any of it. So like getting into tattooing. You don't need a single qualification as long as you've got a strong portfolio mm. and a hard worker. That's all you need for tattooing. Mm. So um, you got kids? Yeah, I've got two kids, boy and a girl. So yeah. Ruben's 11, Emmeline's nine. Yeah. So very nice. Like, lucky to have one of each. Now, I know when, when we met, you were working as a, was it in, in the beauty yeah, industry? Yeah, so in, in spa the, therapist at yeah. Centre Parks. Yeah. And the, what what was that doing? So that was basically just being a therapist that would be a lot of day in, day out, massage in particular, deep mm. tissues. 
Um, but we would have like clients back to back, we'd be really busy. And I felt like it just wasn't for me. Mm. So like all jobs in the past, like I've struggled with, I've gone from like one thing to another. Mm. And it was always a bit of a joke about how many uniforms I had in my wardrobe. Right. You know, because I've done like so many things, but nothing ever suited, nothing ever fit. Yeah. I didn't enjoy, I didn't get enough stimulation from all my other jobs. Yeah. I found them all soul destroying, a little bit boring, like repetitive, doing the same thing day in, day out. And it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And then for the first time ever getting into tattooing, it's been the thing that I actually love more than anything. Yeah. So I get up in the morning, I'm like excited to come to work, think about what tattoos I've got. And I get um like a lot of satisfaction yeah. from doing my tattoos. Like I feel like I've made an achievement, yeah. um, which kind of spurs me on even more to try and do harder and you see, do you're better. Cer you're certainly a, a hard worker. You've really thrown mm -hmm. yourself at it. Yeah. Now, your, your fellow, what does he do? So he's in the motor trade, yeah. so buys and sells cars. Yeah. Um, and um, what did he think when, because, so how, how did it, how did it happen? You know, like, did you speak to him about it? Because you, you, uh -huh. you, 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 Went, it was you went in another piercing studio. You went to, went to see, yeah, see about getting so, the kids. Was it kids? The, the kids yeah, my daughter's pierced. ears pierced. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I didn't ever expect, to be honest, to get into tattooing. Yeah. It all just kind of happened. So I went to go and get my daughter's ears pierced at a studio. Um, partner, he'd, Darren, he'd booked her in to get her ears pierced in Carlisle because it was a good place. Um, I didn't realize they did tattooing there because it was on two separate floors and there was just some drawings lying around. And then I was just making conversation to the piercer and I was like, oh, you know, how do you do tattoos here? And I was like, oh yeah. And then I was just saying like, oh, how do you even get into tattooing? Because getting into tattooing, I didn't have a single tattoo on my body, you know, so I didn't know much about tattooing. And I was like, well, have you got a portfolio? And I was Obviously, I didn't have a portfolio or anything. And it's like, well, that's what you need to do. You know, get yourself a portfolio and go and show it around. So I think I didn't ever think that I could do tattooing because in my mind, tattooers was kind of like male-dominated industry, mm. biker men type thing as it used to be a mm. long time ago. And then I kind of thought to myself, like, oh, kind of got taken a little bit seriously there. I wonder if this is what I should do. So I had a little think about it and then that's what I decided to do. So I took myself off to WH Smith's, got myself some pens, paper, hadn't drawn since I was 16 at school and then spent about three months getting back into drawing, putting mm. a portfolio together, um, signed up to Instagram. So to kind of do an online portfolio to kind of put my work across, mm -hmm. get inspired by other artists and learn more about tattoos, different styles and things. Um, and then I came to you. So obviously, it's <clears throat> it's been there a little bit in the in the family, in even the family like the discussion of of tattooing. potentially somebody in the family tattooing. Yeah, and it would have gone back like twenty years ago with my auntie. She was like really good at art, you know, fantastic to self taught artist, and she'd be like, "Oh, tattooing—that's what we need to get into. That's where the money is, kind of thing." Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And um, and even my mum, like, because my mum had a tattoo, you know, dad had a tattoo brothers covered in tattoos I was the only one out of our family that didn't have a tattoo mm. and um my brother he absolutely he loves tattoos so he kind of encouraged me a little bit and was like you know he was the one that said you need to go on Instagram and have a look and the more that I studied tattoos the more I kind of fell in love with it mm. and saw all these female artists out there 
that looked very cool and I was like that's I want to be that you know mm. that's what I want to do and, and how was Darren with it then like because obviously yeah. it was another change of job for you was yeah. he like oh you're just off on another no, another uniform as it were <laughs> no he's always been very supportive of it yeah um I think as soon as he'd seen like me drawing and stuff he was like wow you know I didn't realize you could do that yeah you know that's really good like you should definitely try and do it yeah um so yeah he helped me along even through my apprenticeship is you know helped out so much like he'll like pick the kids up from school yeah. do his part to help out so it's I've been really yeah, lucky yeah like how old are you 36 36 mm -hmm. a good number I, 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 I like 36 <laughs> yeah um so um you know for a lot of people especially mums with kids family mm -hmm. You know, at that sort of age, to think that like that's that's it, yeah. life's set, and that's mm -hmm. what it's gonna be like. But yeah. you know, you've um, done something which a lot of people would maybe love to do, mm -hmm. but wouldn't dare to do. Yeah. You know, and obviously you've had a little bit of art in in the in the family, mm -hmm. and you've had the support of Darren as well, which is which has been a good thing. Yeah. It would have been difficult for you, I think, it if, <clears throat> if he wasn't supportive of it. Yeah, you know, like. Uh, emotionally and physically you know like, like helping look after the mm -hmm. kids and that and making it possible for you to be able to yeah because you travel to work as well don't you, you, you i do yes how so, long does it take you to get to work well i live like in between shop and penrith mm. um so like normally in a morning like we'll set off from the house about half eight mm -hmm. we'll drop the kids off at school and then come straight up here and i normally get here for about 10 to 10 mm. so it's it's quite a trek up mm. it's a it's a it's a big commitment it is and yeah you know, from from my point of view, you've always made it into work. Mm -hmm. You've always been on time, apart from the odd, like you, you know, yeah. like you know, something's some happened along the way, sort of thing. But um, even just that at the at the start, you know, I could see the dedication. So when we first met, you came into the shop, mm -hmm. and um, you know, someone came up and says, "There's someone downstairs uh -huh. wanting to speak to you," sort of thing. And, yeah. Um, and you had your portfolio I with you and yeah. that. And, um so the, the now th this this has happened right throughout my career as a tattoo artist like when people come in and ask about being an apprentice the they might have a half decent portfolio and yours was you could see that there was potential there some some haven't got a portfolio <laughs> Some's part for, uh, and it just blows my mind that people walk in here and ask to be a tattooist, yeah. and they have got no drawing to show me. Like it's it, it, the the cheek of it, you know. What I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. Um, and then some people's portfolios really poor, and you, you're looking at it, there's, there's no chance. But in your work, I could see that there, there, there was potential, and um, I'd just come up with a. A set of cards mm -hmm. to help people with the designing, um, which has now developed into an online um, portal, which you can go on and just click the button and, and yeah. generate the cards. Um, so I was selling the cards at the time, and you bought a set of cards. I said, "Look, the first thing you need to do mm -hmm. is, is is buy a set of these cards, go away, and use the cards to recreate your portfolio." which you did how 
did that work for you, you know, with using uh-huh. the cards and how, how did you feel the, the difference between mm-hmm. what you were drawing at the time, yeah, which you thought would make a good portfolio mm-hmm. for a tattoo career? Yeah. Um, how do you think the cards changed that? So I think the cards, they helped a lot. So like I got my pack of cards, went back home. I think it was like just around about this time last year. I remember it was just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I worked like really hard. Like, so I did a lot of playing the card game, mm-hmm. which I found really useful because it helped get your mind thinking. So mm-hmm. it helped me out a lot, give me ideas. So, like you'd play the game and then you'd select the cards and then it'd give you ideas and tell you what you had to make a design from. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you could do like a little bit of like research, get a few ideas and then mm-hmm. create a design. So rather than it just being like an image or something that I'd drawn to try and show my drawing skills. Yeah. It was about more making, creating a creating design, the, the design, you yeah, know, that would work more with tattooing. Yeah, because what, what the cards do is they simulate a client walking in the door in the tattoo studio and saying, right, I want one of these with one of them and a bit of that. Yeah. And I, I, I realised that that is, if you've heard mm-hmm. of say it, yeah. you bring the fuel, but we we'll make, make the, the fire. fire. Mm-hmm. So that, um, I, I think, is one of the best things about tattooing. It gives us this. We don't have to sit there and go, what can I draw? Exactly, do you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes you it, sit there and think, it, what can I draw? It like, gives what us something I do? to draw, yeah. It gives you an idea that you can yeah. then work from. So the, the, the cards, essentially, that's what they do. They, they, it's, like, it's like simulating a client mm-hmm. coming in and asking for totally random stuff. And you're like, wow, well, I, I would have never... I would have put never put those together. things together, yeah. but let's have a go. Yeah. And it forces you into this creative mm-hmm. spiral that ends up with a, a, yeah. a, a piece on a, on a bit of paper. And um, so you went away, you worked with the cards uh-huh. and you then came back with your, with your came portfolio back, yeah. and it was so much better mm-hmm. you know you could see your creativity yeah. you could see how you'd assembled things mm-hmm. and really put some thought into it rather than just drawing a picture yeah. um there were now designs because i always say that like um you know the way that i always put things together is different to what most artists yeah. have to put stuff together you know they don't assemble things uh-huh. in the same way, way that we do and the contents that they put together is different as well so it forced you into doing that and obviously your port- yeah. your portfolio was so much better after that and um so then we spoke about mm-hmm. um you, you start starting your apprenticeship because well, I, I was really impressed with what it. you so what and you even did. before like getting the the cards and everything I remember you saying you need to like do a sketch first because I was committing to drawing but then you explained like you know like sketch things up like loosely mm-hmm. and then you've you know you've got things set in place and then you don't waste your time by drawing so even by having the card games and just that little bit of information completely changed the way that I was doing things so that helped a lot mm. and like I say and then you decided to take me on mm. so he said he was impressed with the designs that I'd come up with and um yes then he took me on and I was like I remember I was like oh thanks you know I was like quite upset like you know because I was so happy because like I'd worked so hard mm. because like, I knew this is what I wanted to do so like I put my all into it mm. making sure I tried my best like do as much drawing as I can and obviously it was my main goal was to try and get an apprenticeship mm. and to get into tattooing. So then mm. it was like a great feeling when all of a sudden you took me on and the way that you did it as well, like, you know, you shook my hand, 
he was like very respectful and said, you know, come down straight away. Mm. I got a really good vibe from the studio as well. So like, you know, your daughters was there, like Ashley and Danny. And I just thought like, you know, see myself working there. Mm. Mm. So um, when you started, mm -hmm. we went through a process where you're not even getting paid. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're just coming in, helping out, learning the way the shop works yeah. and the you process. Because we still don't know, at, the, at this stage in an apprenticeship, you still don't know whether someone's going to fit in yeah. and um, whether they're going to even like it and whether, um, <clears throat> you know, they're going to be able to, you know, get anywhere near mm -hmm. the mark. So, yeah. um, you know, you came in as a, essentially a volunteer for, yeah. how long was it? Was it a couple of months? Or? Just a couple of months. Yeah. So, um, yeah. which is what I did is I was still carrying on working at Centre Parks. Yeah. Then I would come in here as well. So I would do the two. Yeah. I did like two months unpaid. Yeah. Um, where I learned so much as well within that two months, basically like hygiene, how to set up, how to set down. I'd sit and I'd watch you, kind of like how you go about tattooing. And then um, had a bit of a practice on fake skin. Mm. And then very quickly after that, I think you, you put me straight onto skin yeah. fairly soon. Yeah. So we didn't mess around. Well, the, the that period of time is like a tester. Mm -hmm. the, the the first part getting you to create a good pop, pop, portfolio that mm -hmm. was a tester to see if you would put the work in yeah you know because I've gave people this advice before and they've went away and never came back because mm -hmm. they were too lazy and they yeah. couldn't be bothered and it was too much hassle for them but <clears throat> you came back quite quickly with yeah. a lot of work you know um it was clear very clear that mm -hmm. you'd you'd put a lot of work in and yeah. thrown yourself at it and um you did the same thing when you were yeah coming in the first couple of months you were working essentially two jobs mm -hmm. you know you're cleaning up in here you're mopping yep. the floors you again that that's all about like testing mm -hmm. how much you want, want this it. you know what yeah. i mean um it's it's because you do have to want it i said back at the start that like tattooing is not a job it's a lifestyle a lifestyle yeah you see what i was yeah getting on now don't you because mm -hmm. it, it's 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 uh it's really not a job, is it? It's, and it's, it's completely different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's hard to call it yeah. work because it doesn't seem like work. No, it doesn't. No. And, uh, yeah, so, um, but you've got to be committed to it. It's not mm -hmm. something that you can just flit in and out and, um, you know, just mess about. You've got to take it seriously. Seriously, yeah. But you really did throw yourself at it. And, um, yeah, I, I, you've never stopped impressing us with your tenacity and mm -hmm. your and your work ethic, you know. Um, so, um, I think cause I enjoy tattooing so much and it's like been something that I've wanted to do, like from putting the portfolio together that I, I kind of, I'm all or nothing. So yeah. I put my all into it Yeah. and like just to do tattooing, I've made so many sacrifices. I've given up so much stuff. Um, like say for instance, kickboxing, other hobbies, just for obviously with traveling kids, Yeah. like working full time. There's a lot of things I don't have time to do anymore yeah. but right now my main focus is tattooing mm. and that's what i'm sticking with because and family as well you know you family, got, you, yeah, you exactly, get, you're, yeah you're still having to juggle things it's Juggling not as if you're around yeah um you know which is again you know you you, you work really hard mm -hmm. to to get to where you want so fast yeah. and um you know i said to you that i'm not gonna um 
There's a thing in the tattoo industry which I call the bitch apprenticeship where yeah. people just get tra trapped like a bitch for three years yeah. and they don't get paid and they, you know, um, they're essentially used and abused. I, I mm -hmm. see it as a form of slavery almost. Yeah. And I just don't agree with it at yeah. all. Um, I think it's very, very wrong and I think it's borderline illegal. Um, and I think people should get rewarded for the, 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 the work. Mm -hmm. But I want rewarded for my work as yeah. well. So the best way for me to get rewarded is for you to be tattooing mm -hmm. and to, you know, for us both to be making money, making you know. Money, yeah. um, this is a business. It's not a, it's not yeah. a game, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, it maybe started with a card game, you know what yeah. I mean? But it, this really isn't a game uh -huh. and it's, you know, you've got to take it seriously. And you proved that you were going to commit to that and put the put the work yeah. in. Um, so your progression has been really impressive you know you're, you're only a year in and you are working flat out you don't take a dinner break you could <laughs> i did but, a eight hours dinner yesterday like yeah. one after another yeah you know no break um and 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 when when, when you start off a lot of it's stamina can you remember mm. when when you're your hands and your arms were yeah. aching with the and stretching the skin. Mental and mental exhaustion as well. Yeah, yeah, you know. And you have had a couple of, like, flutters where you've been absolutely wore out, haven't you? Yeah. And just, you know, and then you you come back in on the, the start of the next week and, you you know, you've recharged had a bit of rest again. and you've recharged. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, you, you've <laughs> yeah. back to it. But, it, you know, you are um, really putting a huge amount of effort mm. in and it's not surprising that you, you know, you, you, you're getting tired, but you... you you don't seem to cut corners. You don't. You, you don't like hold back. You're doing your designs on a night. You, mm -hmm. You've got everything ready for the morning. There's tattooists yeah. that just don't bloody draw, and you know they don't do the designs, and they don't like post the stuff on social media, yeah. which is another thing that you've kind of had to get into mm -hmm. as well, because yeah. um, you know like self promotion as mm -hmm. well as. Um, you know, the studio promoting you as well. So, um, but yeah, your arms were aching, your hands were aching. You've had all sorts of frustrations as, you know, and, and yeah. obviously I'm there all the time to, yeah. to to help you. You've not been shy in asking questions. Mm -hmm. um, again, I, I've, I've had people that like didn't ask the questions mm -hmm. and I said to you to ask as many questions as you can yeah. and you, you have the ones that don't ask the questions don't get the answers, you know, shy kids get no sweets. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you've not been shy about that at all. Um, you've asked questions when there's, you know, you're actually tattooing, you know, so Richard, like this isn't working, what do I do? You know, and, and I've been able to come and help you there and yeah. then, do you know what I mean? And, and, and show you exactly what you, what you need to do. Obviously you spent a lot of time watching me yeah, and then, uh, and at the time you were on, on, practice skin how did you find the practice skin so it's very different isn't it completely mm. different to mm. like a real skin but it's good to kind of get used to the feel of the machine like holding the machine that type mm. of thing but obviously you get no stretch no feedback from the skin as like you would when you was tattooing on someone mm. i think we we didn't mess we didn't do much on practice skin i think we we just just on the tattoo machine obviously i build tattoo machines yeah. and um to start your 
career you needed to need, needed to buy a tattoo machine yeah and you actually didn't just buy a normal tattoo machine mm-hmm. you bought quite a special tattoo machine mm-hmm. didn't you yeah, i did yeah. yeah um i showed you the ones with the the one that i make the, with the opals in and, and that kind of that's yeah. what i wanted i wanted one with a gold plated skull with a couple of opals in it and some engraving yeah yeah i wanted so, a special one yeah and and you've got an absolutely stunning machine mm-hmm. i i show people your machine quite a lot you, you know do, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i make you unwrap it as well don't I? yeah, show yeah. Me your machine. <laughs> but you have you've got a really nice machine and i think it was a um a nice uh again it was your level of commitment mm-hmm. to i'm i'm going to do this now i i, I want to be the yeah. best i can be and i want to want the best machine the best that machine i can and, as well yeah um you know and and and, and you've got that so um so how did you find like going from pencils to picking up a tattoo machine? Yeah, so it's obviously it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, but like the more you do it, the more you get used to it and then it just mm. becomes natural that you've, you're working with the tattoo machine and not a pencil anymore. Yeah. And do you, do you, does it now feel, is it getting to the stage where it feels like an extension of your hand? I would say so, yeah. You're yeah. so used to having like the machine, you know, like day in, day out. Um, but yeah, you know, if you if you were to, um, given the choice between a pencil and a tattoo machine to create an image, what would you choose? Even though you might choose the pencil just to create yeah. the design, the finished piece. I would say, like now, the machine, like mm. tattoo machine. Um, especially like with your needles, like if you go for a three liner, you can get a nice, sharp, yeah. crisp, clean, fine line that yeah. you can't quite get, like say you with, can't a pencil, get that with a pencil, can unless you? you're really sharp in it. But like yeah. with a, get some really fine, intricate detail with a, yeah. with a tattoo machine. The other side of it as well is like the magnums. Yeah. So like you don't have pencils like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so the big wide magnum needles, I, I, you know, I say it's like picking a golf club when you're picking your yeah. picking your needles, and a tattoo machine's so versatile, um, you, you know, and you've you've learned how to do lots of different techniques mm-hmm. with the machine, like slowing it right down to do your stippling work, yeah. little dot work and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, you find detail to then like turning it up with a bigger needle to yeah. pack stuff in, and that it is very, you know, where yeah. you would be with a pencil, you like. You know, yeah, but with tattoo machine, you can do so much things, can't you? With the it's it's yeah. it's it's not saying it's easy to tattoo, but uh, a good tattoo machine makes it easier to create mm-hmm. a tattoo. I think you know. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sort of torn between you know if if someone was to say like create a piece of art, what what device would you choose? Mm-hmm. I'm sort of torn between tattoo machines and airbrushes. Mm-hmm. I would never choose a pencil. Right. But um, airbrushing's air, air got a, a thing in itself as well. It's one of the best things for creating art, but it's also one of the best rubbers. Yeah. We don't have rubbers, have no rubbers. with tattoo machines. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did that feel when you actually went on to skin? What, what was that like? Because... Mm-hmm. We ain't got a rubber. No rubbers. You know? Very nerve wracking, like yeah. high pressure. Yeah. Um, I can remember my first couple of tattoos shaking like a leaf, you know, like nerves getting the better of me. And then I, I would go home and I'm like, oh, you know, like I don't know if I can going to be able to tattoo. I don't know if I can do this because my, I'm just so nervous, you know, I'm ever going to get past it. 
And like I want to say, I just, you've got to do more tattoos, more tattoos you do, the more comfortable you'll get with it. Mm. And that kind of happened. So like after a couple of weeks, you know, I kind of got past the nerves, got a lot more comfortable. Um, I can be tattooing now. I can easily do like a, a six hour tattoo, not take a break. And it can feel like I've tattooed for 20 minutes. Mm. You know, if I love what I'm doing, mm. the time just flies, you know, no matter what tattoo <coughs> it is, it can be somebody can come in like for a little flash of their choice or whatever, or it can be something that I've designed, something that I really want to do, but anything, just the whole process of tattooing, I love, mm. you know, any style as well. Like I'm not just, wouldn't just want to stick with one thing. Cause I like to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. You do want to do everything <laughs> you do. Um, uh, and you want to do it all now as well, don't you? Would you say I'm you're quite, quite impatient? impatient? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate waiting, you know, I'm, yeah. I get myself tunnel vision when I've got my mindset on something. That's it. Yeah. I know when uh, you first started, you wanted to get into into colour really quickly. Yeah. Like, I want to do colour. I want to do colour. I wanted to do like colour. Um, you, you know, you were looking at the like neo-traditional, uh, neo-traditional stuff and, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, and I was hold, put, I've had to hold you back yeah. quite a bit because you, you've been like, you know, like a bit like a racehorse, like, oh, I want to go, want to yeah. go at it. But I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know. Um, and um, at the minute, You've pulled back mm-hmm. from you pulled yourself back from the from, from the colour a little bit, haven't you? Yeah. Um, why is that then? So colour is still something that I really want to do. I want to get good with colour, um, but colours obviously it's harder than say black and grey shading. Like with colour, like we work the skin a lot more. Mm. You've got like your three pass rule, um, so there's a lot more risk of chewing the skin up and. Mm complications which sometimes make me feel like a little bit nervous because like after I say do a colour tattoo I might think how's it going to heal you know is everything going to be all right like did I overwork that skin Mm. um but whereas if I say do a black and grey or something else I can finish my tattoo and I'm quite comfortable and I'll yeah you know I think everything will be fine so I I, I let you do a few colour pieces because you needed to find out how difficult it was. It's, and yeah. I, 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 that was a situation where I actually had to let you feel, mm-hmm. you know, I, and, and I had to let you feel the pain of it not being right, you know. Um, I always know that if anything doesn't go right with an, an apprentice or a tattoo, mm-hmm. I can always fix it. Fix it. So I'm always there as, as a backup. Yeah. But um, it was because you were really wanting to do it. Yeah. I knew you were, you would do okay, uh-huh. but I knew it wouldn't be right. Yeah. And um, I had to let you fail with, with that one so that you, that, that you felt the pain. And it is painful, isn't it, when, when things don't go right? And you're like, oh, trying God, to blend you, you, them colours together and yeah, you know, yeah, trying to yeah. get it all saturated and you yeah. don't want to miss any patches out. Yeah, but you feel it, don't you? Like 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 emotionally, it, it, As, it's, yeah. it, you, you feel bad because you, you, you know, it's on someone's skin and that. Like I say, it can always be fixed, mm-hmm. but you want to do the best you can. And yeah. I, th- I think that one of the, it's all right being taught something, but it's important to learn from your mistakes as well. Yeah. It's not easy for me to let people make mistakes knowing that they're going to make a mistake and having to let them do it. And sometimes not even giving you the advice to avoid the mistake so that you make mm-hmm. the mistake. 
you know, I've done that with you because, yeah. um, and you're like, I'm around about 15 apprentices. I think it's actually a little bit more. I think you're number 15 and yeah. like I think Jordan's maybe 16. And then we've got Charlie mm-hmm. kind of, um, my daughter going through the process as well. So, um, I think you're number 15 and, um, you know, so I've, I've, been through this a lot and I've found that teaching people um, partly is my understanding of the process, then my ability to be able to verbalise that. It's not just about showing you. I, I, when when I was teaching you at the start, I was talking you through every little bit of everything that's mm-hmm. happening before you, you know, went on the skin so you could understand what what, what was going on. Um, but another part of learning, like I say, isn't just being taught. It's, it's actually like allowing you to fail in a safe way. You know, yeah. you've got that safety net of, you know, it'll be all right. You know, we can, we can touch it up, and, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? So, but that is a, is a difficult part of it for me and, and for, for, for you, I think I said to you right at the start, I'm probably going to make you cry. I think I've made you cry a couple of times, haven't I? <laughs> Not in a nasty way, but you know we've had some, we've, we've had a lot of chuckles, yeah, but we've had a lot yeah. of tears, you know, some tears as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, it's because of the stress and the pressure, and because yeah. it is a high stress job, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's not just like. It's not like a normal job, you know. You've no. really got it, and, and you do take it home with you. Yeah. You know. Um, and 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 that tattoo that you did last week will bug you all weekend, you know. Um. But then it's that that you make adjustments for, mm-hmm. you know, like it's got to bug you. Yeah. You know, yeah, you've you got to feel it, bad. Yeah. You've got to like, fuck, I'm going to do better. Yeah, you do know better. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, if, if, if I'm seeing you not give a shit yeah. about like mistakes that you've mm-hmm. made and not having that emotion, that passion, that then there's a problem, you mm-hmm. know, like because if you don't care, yeah. You know, then then that that's a huge problem. And, you know, you obviously do care, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Yeah, I'll kinda of like when I finish tattooing for the day, I'll go back home and go to bed at night and I'll evaluate, you know, everything that I've done, like my tattoos. I'll look at them and I'll think to myself, like, yeah, like I'm happy with that one, but next time I wanna get it better, you know, what can I change to make it look better? There's, you know? a, there's a thing that we do where you go and you you look at your photographs, don't you? We zoom right and you in. Zoom, you zoom in <laughs> yeah. beyond the normal capabilities of yeah. the human eye. You know, once it's on the phone, you like zoom, zoom right and in. See everything. And you're like, oh my God, I've yeah. missed a line. Um, you you know. missed something. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. And you see something and you've like missed it out. Or yeah, or you forgot to put the highlights or, in yeah. that bit. So, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, when it's zoomed in that big on the screen, the problem yeah. looks, you know, 10 yeah, times yeah, bigger than what it actually yeah. is. Um, and sometimes we're the only ones that can see it as well, mm-hmm. aren't we? But, um, you know, it's be, it's important to be looking for those yeah. things. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you do like just strive per, for perfection in, yeah. in, in, in everything that mm-hmm. you do. So what would you say is the style of work that you're doing at the minute you really like doing the floral stuff and you're really good at that you know uh-huh. like um you know you could have been a florist you know what <laughs> I mean? but you're a yeah, tattooist yeah you know um but you, you you're really good at the floral is is that what you're enjoying at the minute yes or I is s- it just what you it seems to be like i enjoy doing it like um 
I do. I enjoy doing like the florals and that kind of thing. And I feel like it's become, it's not too challenging for me. I can do it quite easily now. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of girls out there wanting that kind of thing. So like a lot of work, people seem to inquire wanting, you know, the floral pieces. But like in the future, I think I want to do more different things, you know, like more part, like, you know, nice lady faces and add some Yeah, you want to start doing some portraits and stuff. Yeah. Something like that. I know you keep on saying you, you, you want us to teach you how to do animals and yeah and, and for yeah um that's probably the next thing on the cards mm-hmm. um you know I, I think you've you've mastered your detailed line work mm-hmm. you haven't done a lot of like big power line stuff yet yeah um and you've not done portraits you've not done a lot of color you've not done animal stuff so mm-hmm. i'd say probably um along with a, a, a bit of like heavier lining mm-hmm. um because your, your, your smaller lines are easier than your bigger lines and yeah. now you've got like you got your, your, your fine lines nailed doing it with the the, the bigger needles will it'll just come really natural yeah. so that'll you know we won't focus on that it'll come along the way yeah. But I think that's the next thing for you. We need to kind of get you mm-hmm. get you doing some animal portraits and um then onto mm-hmm. onto the human portraits. You've got your dot work, your pattern work, your um you know, your um your shading starting to really, mm-hmm. really come on. Your whip shading is brilliant. Um so yeah, you you you're doing really well. But um for me, you're at that stage now where I've I've I see people go like the plateau. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a staircase. Yeah. It isn't like a ramp. Yeah. And you know, you just start here and you just get better and better and better and better and better until you until you're up here. It, it doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah, no. And I think you'll feel that as well. Yeah. You like you feel stuck at a level. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. s- something again. you've yeah. had one of those jumps just recently. Mm-hmm. It's not been in your quality, it's been in your speed. Mm-hmm. Which is something that you struggled with. Mm-hmm. You were overrunning on all your jobs, weren't you? Yeah. And you had no idea how long stuff was going to take yeah. it. But I think now you can like judge a tattoo mm-hmm. on how long it's going to take. You're pretty good at designing the tattoo mm-hmm. to take that length that of time. Need, yeah. And you're, you're pretty good at nailing it and getting it on time. You yeah. were overrunning quite a lot. Yeah doing extra bits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You've learned the importance of working to the clock. Yeah. Um, and I think your, your your biggest jump just recently has been in actual speed productivity. You know, you, and that's because you're not having to think about what you're doing mm-hmm. anymore. You know, you're, you're just doing it, you know. Um, I mean, back at the start, when you're putting the stencil on, mm-hmm. Oh, it's nerve wracking, isn't it? You know when you're doing oh, the feet, it just like takes stent- even, even just that putting the stencil and getting it yeah. level, and yeah. and it's not long ago that you were struggling with stencils. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really isn't mm-hmm. that long ago. Like, um, and and you know now you just do that naturally. Yeah, you just it's on, it's placed perfectly. Yep. Remember when you were always having to take them off again? I know, yeah. yeah. It's not <laughs> just, easy, is it? To... I know, just getting the stents on itself can be a challenge, can't it? Never mind getting uh, to and the tattooing bit. And you know, and... you can get quite nervous just putting the stencil on. Yeah. So, you know, you pass that, you pass the, the, the nerves of, you know, like the actually doing the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
now you're past the the timing issues mm -hmm. and um you know like you and you because all of that is now become second nature mm -hmm. now the speed's kicked in yeah and you're starting to produce things you, you're Just, doing quite a lot of work in yeah. in in uh in the tight in the in mm -hmm. the given time for the for the jobs you're really productive now mm -hmm. and that, that's that's been the thing that I've noticed recently with you, that's mm -hmm. been your, your your latest step up. Just on step ups, you started on no money um, <laughs> and you worked for free and you uh -huh. worked your ass off. Mm -hmm. um, and then we started paying you, uh, we, start, we started, we, at, at first we started charging for the tattoos, but you don't get paid. Yeah. Um, and this is just a tester. It puts a bit more pressure mm -hmm. on you. Then we started paying you a percentage mm -hmm. of the income from your tattoos. And so that's you starting earning. Then you went, um, we, we, what we did was we increased the hourly rate and then we increased your rate mm -hmm. and then we increased the hourly rate and then we probably increased your rate again. And you've had this. Yep. I think you must, in the last year, you've probably had about eight pay rises. I know. I was always saying it's, I've never had a job where I've had so many pay rises ever, like so quick. Yeah. And to like, to make the amount of money like that we make, like from tattooing, there's a job that we absolutely love that you would happily do it for free. That's kind of what blows my mind. You've always like, said that, yeah. blows my mind. I'm like, God, you know, like I would go pay to go on like a hobby course just to do tattooing. Mm. You know, but the fact that it's now my career and that I get paid to tattoo mm. is just like the best feeling ever. Mm. It's mind blowing. It's very like, okay. And I said to you, uh, you know, I made a promise to you at the start, and I am a man of my yeah, word. Yeah, you've stuck to everything you've ever said. And, um, you know that we would get you there. Yeah. And I said that we we're going to get you there fast, and you really have. You've just went mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. Now, like, without disclosing how much you get paid a year into your job. From a standing start, not being attacked, not even having a strong portfolio. Mm -hmm. I've shown you how to create a good portfolio. I've shown you how to create good tattoo designs. I've shown you how to tattoo. And within pretty much a year, slightly over, mm -hmm. you've went from nothing to doing extremely well you know, for the sake of the the listeners, Laura is not far off making a thousand pounds a week. And that's a hell of a lot of money mm -hmm. to be paid for doing something that you love. That you love. And that's not where it stops. Uh -huh. But that's that's, you know, probably the next next milestone that we 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 we, we want to look at doing, you know, like what do we need to do mm -hmm. next to get you to a thousand pounds a week? And um you know, so so from my point of view, being the one that that pays you, um, you know, I can see that progression there as well. And every pay rise you've had, it's because you deserved it. It's because you'd earned it, and yeah. because you'd got to a stage and stayed at that. You didn't just have one good day, and uh -huh. I was like, right, I'm going to give you a pay rise. Yeah. Um, and the pay rises have came in the form of either an increase in your hourly rate because I'm looking at your tattoos and I'm thinking, right, well, that client has got a ridiculous bargain. In fact, the last mm -hmm. 20 clients have got a ridiculous bargain. When it gets to that stage, 
the money has to go up because yeah. we, 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 tattoos can't be too cheap. You've got mm-hmm. to be paid what you are worth. Mm-hmm. And so you've had uh, hourly rate pay rises, but you've also had percentage, percentage pay rises yeah. you paid on a, on, a, on a percentage. And now you're, you're right up there to the, the um, where you're about to go. You've got another pay rise coming. You've got another pay rise coming, Charlie. <laughs> good, isn't it? <laughs> Celebration time. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're about to go to the maximum um, percentage. And then after that, it's just, there's still a bunch more pay rises to yeah. go, you know what uh-huh. I mean? It's fucking mind-blowing, isn't it, really? crazy to think, isn't it? Yeah. That, like, you can, you know, put the effort in, get that portfolio, get your apprenticeship, and do what you love, mm. and within you know, 12 months time or whatever, you were on like a professional wage that people pay a fortune, get themselves in debt, go to university. Yeah, you know, and you're to do. pissing all over them. And and like I say, and we love doing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, we work very hard. You know, it doesn't come easy. Like I say, you put the effort in. You know, we do, we go home, like we'll sit up, we'll pray for the next day. You know, we've got a lot of pressure, but we always try our best and... Mm. You know, you're saying it's like a professional wage and people that go to university. A lot of these people that go to university can't manage to scrape together 30 grand a year and they're working at fucking McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know. They don't even do the things that they were actually trained for because yeah. there isn't even any jobs for that thing that they're trained for, you know, or they can't get mm-hmm. a job. And even if they do, a lot of them don't hit that 30 grand a year mark. Mm-hmm. You are eking towards 50 grand a year very fast, you know. You're gonna be there soon. Next, yeah. next, next year, I, w- I, w- I would say you're you're gonna do fifty grand. Uh, just doesn't feel real, does it? No, it's just, uh, that's dream yeah, money, dream. and getting to do a life dream. Changing. Yeah, it is life changing mm-hmm. money. It, I, I bet the, the you know the extra income into your family's totally changed. Completely you know? changed, like yeah, yeah. Just and the way you feel about like how you contribute to the family as well. Do you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And what it's... What about like the um, you know, your old workmates? At, uh, at Centre <laughs> Parks, you know, the ones that are, you know, like doing massages on yeah. dirty old men that are asking for extras and stuff <laughs> like that, you know, and they're still doing it. I know. And, you know, because I know you've said in the past that like people have been a bit judgmental about it and, well, you're going to be a tattooist. Right, right at the start, you were saying that like people didn't think that you could do it and they were doubting you and yeah. they were like, oh, what do you want to be a tattooist mm, for and stuff? Yeah, exactly. I did get quite a bit of that. Yeah. Or like... You, you couldn't be a tattooist, like, you know, you're, you're too nice, you know, you've not got tattoos or to be a tattooist, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be hard, you know, like I've, I've heard all that before, you know, you're mm. too soft and too nice to do that. Um, but like I say, when you really want something, you don't take, pay no attention to what people around you say and you yeah. stick to your guns and do what you want to do and believe in yourself and mm. you keep on trying until you get to where you want to be. Mm. So how does it feel? now knowing that you've proved all those people wrong, you know, and, you know, they're, they're mm-hmm. there on the £16,000 a year job and or thereabouts yeah. and you, you're just absolutely smashing it. <laughs> Come on. You, you, you must... It is a nice feeling, you yeah. know, like you kind of think back to things, comments people have said in the past, like when you've struggled with schoolwork, like, you know, like, oh, you don't come into school and, you know, you're never going to do any good with your life. You know, you're going to end up working in a supermarket and, you know, all these like negative comments and feeling like you have been a bit of a failure or like, you know, have I become that person that everybody said, you know, um, like before I got into 
doing like spa therapist at Centre Parks, I started off housekeeping. Mm-hmm. So when our kids had got to a certain age and I felt like, you know, time for me to get back into work, I did go into housekeeping. House, housekeeping at Centre Park. At Centre Park. Which is essentially a glorified name for a cleaner. For basically a cleaner. Yeah. So that is what I did. So um, I did that. But I always did you have had... an apron, like a pinny? We, we used to have to wear like just a purple polo top, you know, so it wasn't right. like a pinny or anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I did that. And, but I always had a goal in mind. So I knew that like me going to Centre Parks was my foot through the door. Mm. because I knew that I had my holistic therapist qualification. So I was like, I'll get my foot through the door. I've always got a plan in mind. Mm. You know, I'll get, I'll do that, but I'll apply for, move over to the spa, you know. Mm. So I did that. So I remember I'd walk through the forest with my little yellow bucket, cleaning, go to lodge. And I would think to myself, like, what am I doing? Like, how have I ended up becoming this? Like, I can do better than this. Mm. And once I thought, like, enough's enough, like, I'm not going to be a cleaner, I then, there was a job come up for a spa host in the spa. Mm. So I applied for that interview, went really well. They was like, we just think you're too good for that. You know, we think you're better than that. Like we want you to come and be one of the therapists. So again, I was like, wow, you know, like didn't expect that. Like, I'm, you know, lucky, like get into the spa. That definitely, it wasn't for me, like at all. Like I would have to say that was my worst job that I'd ever had. Mm. Like the environment, like getting a lot of women together, the click you know, feeling like I didn't fit in, mm. having a massage people like one after another and feeling like, you know, like some would be quite rude and be like, oh, more pressure. And, you know, and it's like, I didn't want to do that. So I knew that I wanted to move over into tattooing just from getting my daughter's ears pierced. Mm. Yeah, um, you see that that gave you the, the vision the of a way out of, of a way out. What you're doing. I think that most people you can want to do something. Mm -hmm. You can want to improve yourself. You can want to lose weight. You can want to make more money. You can want to change your career as much as you like, but you won't do it. It's intolerance. Mm -hmm. It's intolerance that makes people do things, not wanting something, but the absolute intolerance of the situation you're in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what makes people do things not yeah. wanting to do something. Yeah. You've got to know what you want to do, mm-hmm. but you've got to become completely intolerant of the situation you're in yeah. before you'll actually do anything mm-hmm. about it. And it sounds like you were sort of getting to that stage. Yeah, just feeling like I wanted to do something well. better in life. Yeah. Something that made me feel proud of myself. Um, and I've definitely got that with tattooing. You know, mm. it's given me so much more confidence, self-worth, I feel hundred times better than I did. Mm. You know, I feel like I've made my family proud, which is very important. Mm. You know, I love the fact that, you know, they're proud, you know, they tell people, everyone, you know, like, mm. oh, my daughter's a tattooist and show my tattoos and message me Instead saying. Instead of going, oh, my daughter's a, uh, <laughs> a, a tattooist. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. No, the pr- the pr- they're very yeah. proud. In particular, my dad's very proud of me and he's always like, oh, she's earning good money, you know, like how many pay rises she's getting and, you know, which is good. Um, and also like my kids, like to make them proud. So like, you know, Ruben will be starting secondary school next year. Mm. Um, so it's nice to think that they'll, Maybe think that they've got a cool mum. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Want to be a badass cool mum. Yeah, they will. <laughs> now I know you've had a bit of imposter syndrome with 
self-image uh-huh. and um you know you were saying about like not fitting in at the, at the center parks uh, yeah you know. i felt like i didn't fit in but you've all that you've also had that when you've came into into tattooing as well uh-huh. um there's been clients that have um, you know, you've been like, hello, I'm your tattooist yep. today. Uh-huh. And they're like, what, you're tattooing me? Yeah, because yeah, they didn't think you were a tattooist because yeah. you not necessarily got the got the look of that. You you got you got pink hair <laughs> pink at them, hair and I'm loving minute. your pink hair, yeah. Um but normally it's blonde, blonde and you you know, you got your nice makeup on and you're very petite and you know like very feminine and you know and yeah. I, I know that you've like had like this imposter syndrome where you feel that you don't look like a yeah. tattooist uh-huh. there's been quite a few times where I've not been taken seriously yeah. by clients because they're like what you know you're doing my tattoo and then like chuckle like you know I thought you was the receptionist yeah you know so I did go through a phase of feeling like you know I need to change the way I look or I need to get more tattoos to make myself look more like I'm a tattooist so that people you know. Yeah, we've jo- we've joked about tattooing your face so and all sorts. So, yeah. We put a stencil on yeah. for a neck tattoo, and thank God we didn't go ahead with that one. It would yeah. be quite nice, but like I think for me right now, <laughs> when you when you get more elsewhere before going straight for the neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but then I've got kind of got past that stage now, whereas yeah, I'm very yeah. comfortable with who I am right now. Like I'm past caring. Yeah. Or like even. Like I said, my hair's pink at the minute because I'm a lot more confident. I'm like, if I want to have pink hair, I'll, I'll have pink hair. Yeah, fucking right. You know, I feel a lot yeah. more comfortable. I'll have pink hair. If I want if pink I want, hair, well, yeah. actually, I can't even have <laughs> fucking hair, really. You know what I mean? But oh, not much of it anyway. Yeah. But um, if I could, I would have pink hair pink. too, Laura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should dye my beard. Yeah. But no, Tywin's definitely, it's made me a lot more confident person, mm. feeling better about myself. Mm. You know, just doing something that, I enjoy so much and um, feel very like lucky or like I think back like god if if you hadn't took me on would I still be at center parts right now mm. doing that same job day like fair enough like people enjoy doing that and it's good that there is people out there that mm. will do them I think you possibly would be and that's no offense to you I but like you what would have happened was you would have had to put so much more work in it was your portfolio. Mm-hmm. That's where it it happened, yeah. you know. Like if you kept on drawing the pictures that you were drawing, mm-hmm. they just looked like, uh, a, you know, good quality drawn pieces. But yeah. you don't see, I, I didn't see. I wasn't looking at it from it a tattooist point of view. Yes, it wasn't from a tattooist point of view. At that stage, I was like, think, practicing my, at that stage, practicing my drawing skills, mm. perfecting the yeah. skill of trying to draw, but not thinking of things as a design, you mm. know, to make it more appealing or the way that it would fit on a body part and flow. Mm. Mm. Whereas you changed all that, you know, mm. just from even like talking about the sketch, the underneath sketch was a massive help mm. down to then the card playing game, obviously would tell you where the tattoo would be placed, give you the ideas of what to do. And it and I quite I enjoyed that actually you know it gave me some good ideas mm. rather than so those are. cards are available on the on the website now immortalartstudio.com mm. you can go to the the uh, website and there's a button at the top that you can click on and um, use the cards but just recently and I've been working on this for quite a while now but in this last week we've actually just finished a training course um, so. You're a prime example uh-huh. of what I teach. And, um, you know, I realized that, like, 
everybody, there's been almost no exception, everybody's portfolio was only ever at best average. Mm-hmm. And I've had people come in with art degrees and the portfolio was still, as far as I'm concerned, average. Mm-hmm. And I was having to disassemble everything that they'd learned and put it back together in a way that worked. So uh, I decided to create an online training course to help people create a better portfolio so that um, for me, it would increase the quality of the the, the people who come in and ask for uh, an apprenticeship. But it would also, th- this works anywhere in the world, you know. And so those cards were me experimenting with my theory mm-hmm. of being able to help people create yeah. a better portfolio in a very simple way. Mm-hmm. Was it difficult? No, it was inspiring, wasn't it? Yeah. You know? It makes it easy, doesn't easy, it? To, yeah, yeah um, definitely. Yeah. You know, like all, all of a sudden you were trying to come up with something that was yeah. good. And then this system that I gave you... Yeah. Um, and you didn't even get the full system. I'll just give you a few mm-hmm. bits and pieces. Yeah. But in this last year, <clears throat> so I was starting it, uh, starting working on it a little bit before I met you. And like I said, the cards were the, the start of that. It took a long time to put this mm-hmm. course together. Now, it was a couple of weeks ago that uh, I, I gave you access to yep, the online to the course, course to, yep. to have a look at it. And um, so what did you think going through my training course? I thought like very like beneficial. So like when I first started, if I'd have anybody out there who is hoping to get into tattooing, then I would highly suggest that you do the course. It gives you lots of tips, ideas, uh, creative ways of putting your portfolio together, ways of making money from art, Mm. um, inspiration. There's like bits in there on mindset, goal setting, um, and I think that it's very like useful if you have that. It'll mm. help people out loads, mm. like in the quality of the work, the portfolios, give them that confidence then to start making money from it. Yeah, what what I want, <clears throat> I honestly believe that the world needs more creative people. Yeah. And um, I want to help those creative people refine their skills in a way that is sellable. Whether you're selling your services to a tattoo studio or whether you're selling your art to people online or in a gallery or or, or wherever. Um, But it really is all about the portfolio of work that you produce, that's your sales tool. You, you, you know, you, you go, I, I'm Laura uh-huh. and this is what <laughs> I do, you know, and people look through it and they go, whether it's on Instagram or mm-hmm. whether it's on your iPad or whether it's, a, you know, a paper portfolio, people can look through that and go, oh, wow, that's beautiful. And how much for that one? Or can you know, yeah. and this is, it's, it's your portfolio that sells, sells mm-hmm. your work. People buy people before they buy products and services. And seeing your portfolio gets lets them see yeah. who Laura is mm-hmm. and what Laura does, you know. Um, so it, it it puts across your character, it puts across your your um, level of commitment. It, it it shows that you've already put that work mm-hmm. in, and if you've done it for your portfolio, you're gonna do it for them as well. Yeah. So um, in the course, I 
show people over 20 ways of making money from your art. And only one of them is tattooing. Mm -hmm. And I don't go too deep into the tattooing because the course isn't specifically about tattooing. Mm -hmm. It's about, it, it, it is about creating a way into the tattoo industry. Mm -hmm. But I also give you 20 other industries that you can that you can go into. What did you think about that bit? I found that was interesting again, like a lot of things that you don't think of, mm. you know, like, you know, like your engraving, you know, your morals. Murals. I knew it was like, I was thinking, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> murals. Some people call them murals. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something like that, yeah. Mm. Um, you don't think of them, do you? Yeah. So. There's a, the, it, it also quashes the misconception that you need money yeah, to make you money. you don't, no. Like, did you find that quite surprising? Yeah. Like, because there's about 10 things in yeah. there that show you how you can use your yeah. portfolio that you've already created yeah. to sell that work over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't even cost you any money to produce that work and sell it. It's quite surprising, isn't it, it really? It is, yeah. Like, like you said, things that you don't think yeah. of. I've been a professional artist mm -hmm. for 35 years. That means I've been I've been charging for my art since I was 14 mm -hmm. years old. And um you know, I've come across all sorts of different ways to to do that. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm a businessman as well and I've looked at all sorts of different industries and I see opportunity everywhere and I see canvases mm -hmm. everywhere. I look at a wall and I think, right, you can put a yeah. picture on that, you yeah. know. I look at a phone and you can say, well, you yeah, can do you a could. cool mobile phone cover yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things in the course, you know, like yeah. literally you, you can sit there and customise mobile phone mm -hmm. covers and make money yeah. money from that. And Which is good for anybody out there that's fancying a career change, that's stuck in a job that they don't like. They yeah. fancy doing something that they enjoy. They can click on the course, see all the options yeah. that are out there, and they might think, you know, that's what they can do. Yeah. What about kids? What about, what, like, like, you know, children that are, you know, getting to an age where they're now starting to ask for pocket money and the, mm -hmm. the, the, do you think like doing the course would be a good thing to, to teach your kids, like to, to, to show you, your kids like, well, yeah. you know, if you, if you draw and yeah. you know, um, do you think a kid, do you think this is simple enough mm -hmm. and I explain it well enough in the course for one of your kids to be able to understand this? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would think it would be, great for like say the kids you know to make some pocket money to see that you know there's not just the option of like going to school and what you learn from school but like other things artistic things that they can yeah. do to make some money and then obviously like get them more business minded yeah. to learn how to appreciate money and you know like sometimes it's not like making money it's how we keep hold of our money yeah. and invest it that yeah. makes a difference because because like I'd, you know I've, I've got kids and I'd, I've, I've drummed this sort of stuff into them and I'd, I would like to think although this course is designed for adults and you know getting a job and making money mm -hmm. is really like adult domain I'd like to think that kids could do the this kids, as well. Remember, yeah. I have been doing this since I was oh, 14 years kid, old, yeah. you know, and the, on, the, on the day that I realised that I could make money from my art I've charged for it Ever since, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, although this is like kind of targeted at adults, I'd love to think that uh, the, there's some adults out there that are going to look at this course and think, right, I'm going to show this to mm -hmm. my kids. 
Yeah. Because there's so much stuff in there yeah. that kids could do that on social media, yeah. they know how to press the buttons. Yeah. If that kid is, is can operate a phone and create art, then they can be making money. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, if, if I'm not, I'm not saying like get slaving your kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And create some art and press yeah. some buttons and, but showing a child uh, like how to do that and yeah. encouraging them to you yeah. know like make their own pocket money and i think it would be a good thing because mm. i think sometimes like i don't know but like i feel like the government want everybody to kind of get into debt so people to go to university so they can make money whereas there's not just the option of school like like you say like kids if you've got a kid that loves drawing that loves art why not let them make some money from an early age mm. and like if they even invest it mm. by the time they come 18 you know like yeah they could earn more than a normal job yeah the um there was the goal setting in there as well Mm -hmm. That goal setting section of of the training course, I've been selling that for about oh, about five years now for two hundred pounds, mm -hmm. just that bit, mm -hmm. and I've seen people make so much money off the back of that goal goal setting. Yeah. Now that's something that I've never shown you before, mm -hmm. isn't it? I've, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever shown you it, no. like or told you about it. So. What, what, what did you think of that? Are you going to use that in your... Definitely, yeah. I think naturally I've always done a bit of goal setting, mm. but I think it's so helpful like to work towards having that goal in mind or like the fact like how you even explain like, you know, if, if you, whatever your goal is, even if you sketch it out, you know, place it on the wall or keep it somewhere where you can see it, mm -hmm. you know, you've got such a stronger feeling of like, that's what I want. And like every day you walk past it and think, right, that's my goal, you know, mm. I'm going to achieve that. Mm. Yeah, I think it's very important. I think life's a journey. And if you're going to go on any journey, mm -hmm. you need to know where you're setting off from off, yeah. and where you're we going. End up, yeah. And then, and only then, can you make a route, yeah. a plan a route on, on how to get there. Yeah. So although like goal setting isn't necessarily specifically about mm -hmm. art, and again, back to kids, imagine teaching kids, imagine showing your kids this, you know, yeah. all of that course you can yeah. show your kids. I'm pretty sure I don't swear in it. Was there any <laughs> swear words? I don't, like, I don't think there was. No, not. I don't no. think there was, because I'm pretty bad at swearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, or rather, I would say I'm pretty good at swearing, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I can, uh, yeah, mm. <laughs> I can swear quite a lot. But um, make it, my kids laugh at us. Uh, oh, uh, like, yeah. you know, Ashley's always saying, like, I can't believe how many yeah, yeah. fucks you've got oh, in that one sentence. You yeah, know you've got to be the person that I know that swears the most out of everyone. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I don't think I swore much in the course, no. if at all. And if I did, we'll go out and bleep that out because mm -hmm. I would like it to be kid-friendly. Yeah. But, you know, teaching your kids how to set goals as well, I, th I think it's a, a, an important thing. What else was in there that... Uh, um, Oh, the mindset stuff. Mm -hmm. Again, you, you know, like, and I, I've kind of drummed this into you about believing in yourself yeah. as well. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, it just really helps along the way, visualizing where you want to be and then mm -hmm. that leaks link, into the, into the yeah. goals as well. And, you know, without knowing it, that is what you've done, you know. You did set yourself a, a goal of becoming a, a tattooist. Yeah. It, it, you didn't set it in the way that I teach how to set yeah. it. You just says, I fucking want this and I, I'm, yeah. I'm going for it, you know what I mean? Um, so, um, but a lot of people haven't got that tenacity and determination. 
So, um, you know, they, they, they end up like failing quite a lot. I think also people are scared to set goals because and say and declare to the world, yeah. to the friends, I want to do this. Yeah. And you know why? Because they're scared that they're not going in to do it. Fail, so yeah. that in case they fail, so yeah. they won't even do it. Mm-hmm. And if, they, if so, if they don't declare it, what's the chances of them actually mm-hmm. doing it? Almost zero. So, you know, the goal, uh, the goal setting side of it, uh, the, the, the mindset stuff, the visualization, I really want people to, um, to do this course and to be a success. If people don't become a success at what they want to do in the, in the art industry, uh, whatever they determine as success, then I've failed, Mm. you know, but, like I say, I've done it over and over again in in real life, person to person with many people now. And I'm going to continue to do that as well. But um, although I don't plan on taking on too many more apprentices in the same way, what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to turn that into a, into a course as well. Yeah. Because it means that I can train more people. Mm-hmm. one-on-one is you know uh, is different but if if i can get people you, you know up to the fake skin stage mm-hmm. with online training then i'm gonna have the pick of the bunch aren't i yeah you know um, as far as to bring them into the studio mm-hmm. and then take them from there yeah. but the bit leading up to there i want to systemize that mm-hmm. the bit after there it needs to be you know, in a in a face to face in environment, but up to there, I think, um, you know, we can de- we can definitely do that online and and teach a bunch yeah, of people that. Yeah. So if you were in America um, and you did my course, your portfolio is going to be better. Mm-hmm. You know, up to up to the current course now, you could walk in any tattoo studio and present your portfolio, and that studio is not going to be able to ignore you. Yeah, you know. Um, the next stage would be training people how to shop hygiene mm-hmm. and consultation and um, get, get, getting people to a stage where they understand tattoo machines, they understand mm-hmm. needles, they understand the inks and they have worked on practice skin. So imagine what it would be like in a tattoo studio anywhere in the world where people come in and they say, right, I've done this course and it taught me how to create this portfolio. Uh-huh. What do you think? And then from there, it taught me how to, mm-hmm. uh, to, to you know, shop hygiene. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm qualified with mm-hmm. studio hygiene and uh, I understand tattoo yeah. machines and needles and this is my work on fake skin. Uh-huh. That's if the, you which had all those things, I'm pretty sure you would get your apprenticeship. You're, you're literally trained, yeah, aren't you? Definitely. All you've yeah. got to do is get onto skin. Onto the skin, and, you've got everything there. But yeah. if all of that's looking good, and then all the other people that are coming in, because I know for a fact, yeah. most of them without a portfolio, ha- without a portfolio or their portfolio is, yep. you know, very average. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get the job? You know, so, you know, that's that, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to help as many people as possible get into the tattoo industry mm-hmm. or other art industries yeah. what they're comfortable with because not everybody's going to be comfortable yeah. with sitting with a stranger for yeah. six hours in the day mm-hmm. or whatever and you know like um you know face to face i think your um therapy stuff mm-hmm. really helped you 
working yeah, closely close. with people, mm-hmm. even touching people. Yeah, you were used to massaging used to people, it. do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um, you know, the way we have to manhandle uh-huh. people and twist them about and poke yeah. them and stab them and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's not something that you normally do. And I think you slid into that quite nicely yeah. because of your of your massage. Yeah. There's a bunch of reasons why I think you've had such quick progression. Not everybody progresses as quick as you do, uh, that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always said to you that I was going to make this quick. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to hold you yep. back. And I did make yeah. it quick, but you helped you know what I mean? I couldn't have done it at this rate if it wasn't for you yeah. doing it at this rate. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's definitely been a, a, a pleasure working with you. You know, right the way, right the way through. You've 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 never let us down. You've you've never caused me much frustration or stress. Might have been a little bit there sometimes, but like um, you know, it's 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 never been in a in a in a, in, a, in, a, in a bad way. And you know, I am super proud of what you've done. You've you've Thank you. done fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're going to keep on that process as well. And it's just going to be a case of like you know, new skill sets, new styles. You know, like yeah. d- d- you know your your ability. But I've got absolutely no doubt in in my mind at all that you're going to absolutely smash this game you know if uh to, to wherever you want because yeah. you know um you know you've now got like so the goal setting task mm-hmm. so if your one of your goals is to have a hundred thousand followers on instagram yeah you'll do it you know um because the system's in there in there for you for you to do it you'll find a way you'll make a way yeah. you know what i mean so um so yeah, the the course is live online as well. If you go to immortalartstudio.com forward slash training, um, I think you'll find it there. Just go to immortalartstudio.com. I'm pretty sure it's uh, on there. On the training button, there's a button at the top of the page or you can select the menu and um, there's a training button there. So click on that and you can, you can join the course and create a good portfolio and start your art career. To be honest with you, even just just from the point of view of someone who's already a tattoo artist or a tattooist, do you think that this would help them too? Definitely. I think there's a lot of tattoo artists out there that even still now struggle with designing, mm. you know, and if they can get better with the designing and be more creative, then the tattoos are going to come out better. So it's going to benefit them more. Mm. Tattoos are going to be more saleable, the designs, um, mm. even like, yeah, fully fledged artists, I think it would highly benefit them too. Mm. Also, all all that they're doing, because there is a lot of average tattoo artists out there, tattooists out there. You know, I struggle with the the word artist. Artist, I think you've got to earn the right to call yourself an artist. There's too many people in this game just calling themselves tattoo artists and they, they, they ain't artists. They come nowhere near being an artist. You know, and I teach people how to be an artist, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, but yes, there's a lot of people out there that I think would absolutely benefit, that are already tattooing, yeah. that would benefit from this. But there's also tattooists out there that would benefit from the 20 different ways to make money from yeah. the art because they're already producing, yeah. you know, let's call it yeah. art. And... um 
they're already producing it and I show them how to repurpose yeah, that. They even sell the prints of the designs yeah. that they've done, you know, yeah. some extra. And that is something that they, that is quite common. That's about as far as tattooists get mm -hmm. to repurposing their art. Mm -hmm. But skateboards. In, in the course, yeah, in yeah, the it, it, it shows a lot of different ways how, how, how to do it. So, um, you know, I do think that it's beneficial to people that are already in the industry but especially people who, who, who want to get into the industry or any, any art industry. And you are living proof of that. So I think it was a good time to uh, get you in. I've been saying for a while that I was going to get uh, yeah, you in yeah, and do, yeah. a, do, do a podcast. But um, I think now with the course going live, uh, the cards being live on the mm -hmm. website as well. And, you know, you, you know, at the stage you're at with your, your, your career, I think it's... Uh, now was the, the the right time to get yeah, you in and yeah. have a chat about Laura and and, and your journey. Um, so, thanks for coming downstairs in the in the <laughs> into, into the recording studio because you actually tattoo like to, pretty much there, just yeah. above this room yeah. on the next floor. Um, so you've got a job in this afternoon. What are you doing this, this afternoon? Afternoon, it's um, a pin up. Um, are you doing a pin up? A, yeah, just like a little one. Right. Um, I think that I've client I've tired quite a few times, but she's um I think she's just recently been diagnosed with bowel cancer. So it's okay. like a yeah. so it's a bit of a we get these sometimes, don't we, with tattooing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's in, so she's lovely. So I look forward to seeing her and getting a tattoo done for her. Yeah. Be nice. You don't make friends with your clients sometimes, don't you? You, you spend so much time with well, them that they do. do become a sort of friend. It's not yeah. like working in the shop and you just see someone come in and out. You're spending a huge You spend a lot you know, of time. I've had a lot of positive comments, you know, from a lot of clients saying how they feel very comfortable with me, which is a nice thing for them to say. And they've I've had some say like they've been tied by so many people yet I'm the only one that they actually feel comfortable with. Mm. I think it was only last week, wasn't it? I had that um, a girl travel up from Preston because mm. she'd moved to Preston, but she still made the journey up just to get a tattoo. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's um, uh, the, the, like I said, there's some sort of relationship forms, friendship yeah. forms with, 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 with your artist. I don't think you can spend that much time with somebody and, and mm. not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Oh, that's good to, good to see you're doing really well. So. Yeah, well, I feel extremely like lucky, you know, the fact that I'm now tattooing, which was like the dream that I had. You know, I've got a lot of thanks to you for that. You know, without you, I wouldn't be here right now, mm. you know, making the money that I'm making, doing what I love. Mm. You know, so I've got a lot of respect for you. Yeah. No, thanks for that. <laughs> no, it's, it's it really has been a... Been a pleasure, and I've enjoyed this <laughs> enjoyed this conversation as yeah, well. Yeah, you were a little bit nervous when we started. Oh yeah, definitely. You? Yeah, yeah, getting into it. I haven't, I haven't asked you anything that like no, no, no. You, you're not going to ask me this. You know, <laughs> please don't say that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Laura's the first person that's came into the uh, into the podcast studio and asked if we have beauty lights. <laughs> I'm like, fuck's a beauty light. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you can see, the place is full of light and I think we've lit you quite well as well. Yeah, I so, hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done for coming in and, uh, you know, talking about what you've been yeah. doing. Well done for everything that you've, yeah. you've, you've done so far and just, yeah. just keep on what you're doing, what you're doing, you know, you're yeah. really going to go places. And um, so what's your um, Instagram if people want to see you work. All right. So if you want to look at my Instagram, then it's Laura Jean Tattoo Apprentice. Yeah. And then I normally upload my work on there. Yeah. I upload quite a lot of things. I think that it's nice for clients to see the work out there. 
Yeah. It shows that, you know, you're proud of the work, the tattoos that they have. So I do post quite regular. And obviously uh, you can see her work on immortalartstudio.com and you can also see her work on our Facebook page, Immortal Art Studio. Um, just on your Instagram name, you're getting very close to the, taking that tattoo apprentice bit off. All right. <laughs> that will be nice. Mm. Um, it gives you a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. You know, like to, so people understand that you are going through that, that learning yeah. process. Um, but, you know, you are getting close to coming out of your apprenticeship mm -hmm. and into what we would call a, a junior yeah. tattoo artist. So um, I'm going to get you to do a couple more things. Like mm -hmm. I said, I want, I want to, I, I want to uh, teach you animal portraits. Yeah. And I want to teach you the basics of doing people portraits. Mm -hmm. And once we've got a few of those on your belt, I think we can move on to yeah. a different name for your for your Instagram. So that's a that'll that'll that's probably going to come with your next pay rise. That sounds so, good, yeah. Or thereabouts <laughs> around it. So yeah, no, it's so, been good talking, and I hope that like this has helped people out there that are stuck with the jobs and they're wanting to get out there and make money from something that they like and change over to tattooing or whatever they want to do. Well, you know, like you've done it as well as a job, you know, like, you, you know, it is possible to, you know, you worked yeah. a job and did this mm -hmm. and the stuff in the course shows people how they can still have a job, yeah, but also make money at art and you don't even have to quit your job. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, I, I hope it helps people too. Mm -hmm. I know it's helped you. Um, and in turn, me helping you helps me, yep. you know, so it's, it's, it's teamwork, yeah, isn't it? Teamwork. You know, and, um, you know, um, just let's, let's keep on, keep, keep on, on working on it and keep on yeah. pushing on it. So thanks for building up the courage to come in and, uh, <laughs> do this interview Sorry. with us and, um, yeah, th th thanks for doing what you're doing because you're doing an absolutely brilliant job. You're Thank definitely you. an, an asset to the company. So Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah, I really appreciate it. So, um, so Laura Jackson, what was your Instagram again? Laura Jean, Tattoo Apprentice. Where's the Jean come from? My middle name. All it right. Was, Jackson didn't fit on. It was too long with the Tattoo Apprentice. So yeah, I yeah. Put the middle name there. Yeah, I never thought about that actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's actually like, yeah. It's, yeah, Laura Jean, it's just occurred to us as yeah. you said it there. So. Laura Jean, tattoo apprentice, soon to be tattoo artist. So thanks for coming in. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hope you've got some useful information from it. Immortalartstudio.com if you want to either book in for a tattoo or look at portfolios, um, use the, the client cards or start training to, to uh, get yourself into the art art industry and start making some money from art. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you all next time. Thank Bye -bye. you.